0: Alrighty folks, welcome back to another episode of the Upper cup Podcast. And in today's episode, me and Jeff are going to be reviewing UFC Fight Night, Aspinall versus Tybura. Um, pretty solid card. I think the beginning was really slow. I was pretty bored. Um, yeah, it a pre-
1: was a pretty damn slow one, honestly. Yeah, the but prelims were all midday, right. Midday, it, it, it made it not that bad. If it would have started like a normal time, like an Apex card, it would have fucking stunk.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. There definitely was some slow points for this one though. Uh one part of the card that was not a slow point though was the main event where Tommy Aspinall gets a a quick quick first round KO over Marcin Tybura. I mean, he says after that he's going to fight the winner of Sergey Pavlovich and it's Curtis Blades, correct? And then
1: No, I think he actually said Cyril and What's yes, it
0: you're right. Cyril Gone and um, Sergey Pavlovich, and then yeah,
1: which I, I don't understand. He kind of skipped Sergey. I think I think him and Sergey are the clear number one contenders right now. Yes,
0: and then after that, he says he's going to go take on John Johnny Bones Jones. Um, is he the guy with the most who could give John Jones the biggest run for his money? See, that's why
1: the number one contender fight between him and Sergey just makes so much sense because I think that's how we determine it, really.
0: Yeah. Um, I do think that his his base, you know, his ground game is good enough where he can give him some run, and then obviously yeah. he just has some power in his hands.
1: Yeah, he can mix it up. I mean, the only, only other fighter in the heavyweight division that can mix it up as well as him is John, John, Jones. John Jones. But I don't know that that Sergey Power might just be a whole different animal.
0: True, um, he was able to Tommy Aspinall was able to knock out Marcin Tybura with a jab. Did you notice that a jab straight she to the head knocked him out on his feet? Which is
1: hit him with awesome. a little combination, as insane. fucking Drake said. <laughs> of course,
0: combination. Yeah, um, insane, great performance from Tommy Aspinall. Not a great performance for Molly McCann, who I think we have to talk about, Jeff. I think she might be a can now.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean she's not great, but I I hate how how hard everyone's being on her. I mean, I, I think going down's gonna be a great change for her.
0: If, if she can keep the weight, I mean that's a tough that's a tough weight for her gonna,
1: to keep. I, I don't think it'll be that hard for her. I mean, I think people just group her in with patty way too much especially especially with all the hate dude like i think i think ariel's been at the forefront of this just like complete hate of patty which i mean he he did have a little what you call justification for it obviously but i think he's just been at the forefront of this crazy hate wave
0: yeah and i think mikey might be right there with him
1: yeah, no doubt. And what you call it, <laughs> Molly's definitely caught some residuals from it.
0: Yeah, which sucks because I, I'm, I'm, I like you, love Molly. I just think her, obviously, the issues with her ground game is the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah. She, she can't
1: completely. She, she can't grapple at all. I mean, I would like to see her actually box, like actually box.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I like think to she that could,
1: She could go crazy in actual women's boxing, but. I mean, I think going down will help. I, I just, let's see how her takedown defense is going down, but I mean, I am i don't want to write her off because I love Molly, but fuck, oh, this was a bad one.
0: Our boy Nathaniel Wood ends up pulling out one of the most Nathaniel Wood decisions against Andre Feely. I mean, he's just so solid all the time. Yeah, literally. And I mean... It was a really fun back-and-forth fight. I thought it was the right decision, and Nathaniel Wood, I mean... I don't know if he has the talent to beat the to be the best of the best, but he is going to be and is just a great keeper for the gatekeeper for this division. He's so tough to face.
1: Yeah, I mean, Feely really should have fucking. He should have pounced on that, the fucking ending when he had it,
0: yeah, in yeah. round
1: two, if he would have taken that TKO, I, 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 I feel like he could have got him out of there right there. And the fact that he let it go through round, round three and then. Completely fucked up.
0: Yeah, someone who did pounce on the TKO and got the win was Paul Craig. Uh, he's able to take down Andre Munoz and get the TKO. me? Going down on middle, going down to middleweight looked good for Paulie Craig. Which I mean, you know, you know my my feelings towards him, but dude, I think I know we board. talk
1: about how how like one dimensional and kind of shitty these higher weight divisions are. Yeah, middleweight fucking awful.
0: Middleweight's bad. Middleweight's really bad. dude.
1: Middleweight. Paul Craig just went down and got a TKO. Yeah, Paul Riley
0: Reed Craig. <laughs> I mean, this is wild. <laughs> it is wild. It is very wild. Um, yeah, I I don't know, I don't know. Uh, middleweight's a tough one for sure. Um, Forrest Zyam gets the decision win over Jai Herbert, which and a you know fun fight. Um, do you think I don't know decision?
1: about fun, dude? Yeah, it, it was a fight. <laughs> I think it was definitely a good decision, but dude, it was an absolute fucking snoozer. Guy just had no answer in the clinch.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I hate these types of fights. Um Leron Murphy versus Josh Koulibao, a little bit more um action on Leron Murphy's part. Koulibao was never really able to get it going. Um and Leron Murphy looked really good. He gets the decision win over Josh Koulibao, who finally loses. I mean I know you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but I always pick against Josh Coolabout because I think his 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 um he wears his pants as low as he can without showing his ass crack. It's like right on the line. And it, dude, he does
1: reason- have a funk. He's funky looking. He's dude. got a funky body. on him. Yeah, it's hard to. Dude, pick he him to does win. have a wild looking body for a fucking UFC yeah. partner. So he,
0: he he took an L today or Saturday against Leron Murphy, who looked really good. Leron Murphy's able to stay undefeated. Uh, what do you think is next for Leron Murphy? What would you like to see?
1: I don't know. That's another fucking kind of stacked division. I don't know where where Larone really fits in now.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. The next fight that we had on the card was Davy Grant losing to Daniel Marcos. Who, uh, we're Davy Grant guys. So this was a tough one, but this was a great fight. Um. Daniel Mar. I mean, Daniel Marcos is just solid. Uh. I thought the last round was a lot of fun as well. Um. Daniel Marcos is able to outstrike Davy Grant and get the win. Um, I thought both guys looked great and this was an awesome fight, but did you, Daniel Marcos, did you think actually,
1: Davey could have won that one? Or
0: I thought so too because Davey Grant did out. Well, no, I, I was
1: wondering because I, I seriously have no idea, dude. I it, thought it was, it was close, so I wasn't,
0: close. it was ridiculously close. I mean, looking at the stats now, um, Davey Grant threw 70 for 215 at 32 percent total strikes, uh, Marcos was 49 for 141 at 34.8. Um, significant strikes, seventy for two fifteen at thirty two point six for, um, Davy Grant forty eight for one forty at thirty four point three, for Marcos zero for one takedown percentage for Davy Grant one for one with Marcos. Um, I like this decision because it went off damage. I thought Davy Grant looked a little bit more damaged than Daniel Marcos did, um, and that big takedown a uh, takedown was a big one, obviously. But um, yeah, I, I just love Davy Davy Grant, and this was. His kind of fight, just a boxing fight. He just he got out pointed on the feet and the jab wasn't it wasn't hitting him like it usually does, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that visible damage the cut on Davy Grant, I think that really fucked him too.
0: I agree. Um, okay, the next fight, Danny Roberts versus Johnny Parsons. If you showed two if you showed a person two people that look like Danny Roberts and Johnny Parsons, you would think that Danny Roberts gets the win here, but Johnny Parsons (laughs) actually gets the knockout, and then he called out. He called out Patty, right? He, called, he had a really interesting call yeah, out of Patty. Yeah. He
1: oh, what the fuck did he say? He said some crazy shit.
0: Yeah, he said some craziness about how he's gonna knock his ass out. No, he had like some that.
1: like real slick one liner. God damn
0: it, dude! This it was we're, good.
1: We're doing him no justice. Someone, it someone posted
0: it and said it was I'm cringy. And fucking, I didn't think it was cringy at all.
1: No, nah, it was pretty hilarious. I thought it was. Dude, funny. I'm a I, fucking. I'm a nematode. God, I can't remember it now.
0: Yeah, this is um
1: fucking me up.
0: But yeah, Johnny Parsons is able to KO Danny Roberts on Un- unsuspectedly, knocked him out with a fucking right, knocked him out cold. I was surprised. Um Johnny Parsons getting it done here. And then Mark Jacasey versus Joel Alvarez. Have you met a fighter or seen a fighter with lower fighting IQ than Mark Shickezzi, who is winning the entire fight and then um just gets himself caught and gets subbed on just a like a dumb IQ move, and we that's what we always talk about with Mark Ducasey. Like, he's a he has very good talent, he has all you need to be a fighter, except for the IQ gets him every time.
1: Yeah, and I, I honestly think, I think it was a little closer. I think Joel might have been winning out. or really? at least a little close.
0: I haven't watched it back, but I thought, but, I, watching it, I thought, but dude, that winning.
1: head, but the head clash yeah. really. F- Fucked, fucked up, him up. Casey, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Afterwards, likes like, collapses in the ring, which is scary. So, prayers up to him. I hope he feels better. Um, But it's just kind of a routine thing with him where he kind of makes a yeah. low IQ move and gets himself caught. Um, That one's different, though. And then we're, mm-hmm. ones we can just run through. Mick Parkin versus Jamal Pogues. Absolute fucking snooze fest. Dude, um, uh, is
1: Jamal Pogues really just a UFC fighter because he cried? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, his Dana White contender series fights have been absolute snooze fest. His UFC fights have been absolute snooze fest. And he can't defend a fucking leg kick? Yeah. Come on.
0: Bad. Um, Okay. And then M- M- Mahmoud Muradov versus Brian Barberina was pretty fun. Nothing too crazy.
1: Yeah. Muradov. I mean, I-, I-, I knew Brian was going to be fun for the money, but,
0: dude. Yeah.
1: When a fighter goes up, like, we completely blew it, dropped a ball, I'm mentioning this one on a preview me and Mike did, but, yeah. dude, when a fighter is this old and goes up in weight, it's not usually good unless it's John Jones.
0: True. Ketlin Vera versus Panny Keonzad uh, was one of the worst fights in a while. It was really bad. Um, yeah. I did not enjoy that one. Chris Duncan versus Yanal Ashmoose. Would have been fun, but Yanal Ashmoos like breaks his arm halfway through the round. Yeah, and Chris Duncan can't get the finish like
1: he's Manel cop
0: yeah. that one fight. Yeah. Oh, against David yeah, Dvorak, don't give him against don't David started. Then he started fucking. At least he wasn't fucking dancing around like he like Manel cop was against mm-hmm. David Dvorak. Um Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't actually faulting Chris Duncan too bad because one, I don't think he noticed, and two, um, Yanal Ashmoose kept throwing kept throwing this crazy. I think he broke his left hand, so he kept throwing this crazy looping right that it would knock him the fuck out. So, yeah, I understood it. It was different than uh, Manel Cop, um, Shauna Bannon versus Bruno Basil. Terrible fight as well. Um, just got was...
1: I, I don't know. I like what you call it.
0: There's some
1: pretty decent. No, nah, there's some pretty decent back and forth exchanges, and I was pretty hyped up on Shauna Bannon, Bannon before coming into this fight, just because she. Trains with Molly and yeah. obvious reasons, but
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: but,
1: uh, what you call it? I I'm still kind of hyped up on her. I think she she did have some pretty decent uh what you call it moments the on the feet there, but moments, yeah. But just like Molly, that takedown defense is pretty atrocious.
0: Yeah, actually, you're right. That one that one wasn't terrible. No, I I got it mixed up with how awful Caitlin Fiera versus Panda Kianzad was. That fight was awful. And then the fight to lead us off, Hafel Filo versus Daniel Barrez. That would have been a uh, comeback of the year if it wasn't only a three minute long fight because Hafael Filo was getting his ass beat by Daniel Barrez and he's able to come back and get the submission win over him, which was fucking cool.
1: Yeah, I know. It, it's crazy to think that this was literally a fucking like minute long fight because it felt like a whole like
0: yeah it, <laughs> literally a whole, like two whole, rounds a it was like a whole played. it told like a story and everything but it was only three minutes long it was insane but <laughs> yeah overall pretty bad card honestly i give it like a c plus it was nothing too crazy our boy tommy aspinall the yeah the polish one so
1: it's a b
0: yeah it's a yeah exactly you know what? yeah I'll, I'll give it to a b minus the birds i think ended up winning that day too so go birds <laughs> of course so i mean like it was it was good it worked out it, it worked out well. Um. Any final thoughts on the O's before we go? I haven't been able to talk with you about On the O's? dude. They've been fucking looking good.
1: Dude. We got something special, Jefferson. We got something special. We have to trade for a pitcher, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's
1: no getting past that, dude. I, 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 I don't think we can just rely on John Means coming back.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. We do need to trade for a pitcher. But for now, I mean, dude we're at least looking like the baby rays right now with our with the way that our farm yeah. team is and our fuck the baby rays we're better than the fucking rays we are but we haven't had years of uh we haven't had the years of success that the rays yeah, had where they just keep true. pulling up random motherfuckers out of nowhere so i mean we have some good picks we made some good picks and uh we have some good good picks coming up so uh, dude it's just they're just fun to watch right now <laughs> no I just doubt i fucking love this team i love this team dude even though, even though the Phillies took out about all of our team last night, Jesus Christ, he got like three of them injured. Uh, what's his face? We got The guy at uh, second who got, who got cleated, the pitcher was injured. And it was all of them. Yeah.
1: Fun yeah, fun. And, and we got Cedric and Hicks out. Might yeah. get a little scary, but Might get a little I scary. believe in Colton Cowser.
0: Yeah, they'll be all right. Yeah, we're going to be good. All right, thank you all for listening. We're going to be back later in the week with a preview of the upcoming UFC card, so stay tuned for that. That is going to be UFC 291, which is an exciting, very stacked card, and I'm really excited for it, even though it's for a meaningless BMF title. We're going to get into that, but yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, for and that.
1: fucking Jan should be for a title. Yeah, Jan, where are we going yeah. to have fucking the most boring fighter ever and fucking Ashley getting thrown shot?
0: Bullshit. Bullshit, yeah, yeah, we're going to get all that into all of that and more. Thank you all for listening. And peace.